the resume. Set the pace, I don't hesitate. Yeah, just get it done, let me demonstrate. Demonstrate, demonstrate. Let it soak in, let it resonate. Blood, sweat, and tears on the 808s. See I'm praying on my downfall. Let him pray. Good. How, how you doing? How you doing, Beyond? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I think we're doing pretty well after last week. I think we are. I, I welcome everyone to Coast to Coast. Uh, it is a victory pod, one of the best ones. You know, uh, you know, it's, it's nice to have a a pod on the week coming off of a, a win, especially a win against a, a quality opponent. Um, Big win against the Dallas Cowboys. I think the conversation around the, the eight and six Buffalo Bills is a lot different than it was around the six and six Buffalo Bills. Uh, mm-hmm. Two big wins uh, over the last three games against um, some very quality opponents, uh, beating the Chiefs in their building and then beating the uh, the Cowboys in, uh, in, in, in our building. Um, how you feeling? How you feeling about uh, uh about the eight and six Buffalo Bills? I mean, what a difference two two weeks make, right? I mean, we had the whole Tyler Dunn hit piece. We had, you know, all, all the all the drama around the team. I mean, things with Von Miller and McDermott's losing the team, and here we are, a couple weeks later. And you know, we spoke about this little last week and the week before about the culture of this team being put to the stress test and. At this point, I think they pass with flying colors. I mean, even if they didn't get to where we need to go, I think the last two weeks proved to me that the culture is still strong with this team, that, you know, the, the core is still very much on board. And and there's just so many good things we're going to get into as we go forward for the next hour. Yeah, I you know, um, I think – I think team. I think when you when you're when you're the Buffalo Bills, and you have uh, Super Bowl aspirations, and not just Super Bowl aspirations, but Super Bowl expectations. Right? I, I mean, they people are expecting the Buffalo Bills to at the very least get to the Super Bowl, and we haven't done it yet. Um, it's been, I think the the first time we were Super Bowl uh, considered Super Bowl favorites was going into the twenty. 22 season uh i think going into 2021 uh after the the after the 2020 season where we made the afc championship you could say you could sit there and say like yeah you know we um you know they expected us to still be a good team not necessarily knowing how good we were going to be but they they expected us to be a good team in 2021 um 2022 after the 13 second game we go and sign von miller right that's when they said, okay, that's the one piece they needed. They needed a guy that could get to the quarterback. Vaughn can get to the quarterback. Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, you know, Coach McDermott, and now Von Miller, they're going to the Super Bowl. Uh, we fell short, clearly. Uh, this year started off pretty good, and it's been rocky ever since. But here we are, 8-6, and six, seeming, seemingly right, riding the ship. Um moving forward on all cylinders and coming off with two monster wins and a major development with the offense. Beyond, would you like to talk 
about the brand new weapon that uh has uh has 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 been discovered that that's been discovered in Buffalo. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, not only do we have a new weapon in James Cook, we also have an offensive coordinator that recognizes his skills and recognizes when it's the right time to unleash him, right? I mean, Dallas had some issues up front. No Hankins. We talked about that last week. Dallas is it, they're okay against the run, but and just to watch James Cook, I mean, does he not give you Alvin Kamara vibes, Whittle? Just the way he moves and the way he could catch the ball of the backfield. I mean, it's just, I mean, do we now have a three-headed monster in Western New York? I mean, a lot of people said this is all digs and we didn't have much else, but I think it's safe to say James Cook has arrived in that conversation. Yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a step further, right? So yes, we do have a we do have a three headed monster right now, um, but I I think what you what you're seeing currently right now is is the second half of, of Josh Allen's career kind of shaping itself, right? I don't think we've I, I, we're not there yet. We, we we haven't arrived to we haven't arrived at the start of the second stage of Josh Allen's career, but um, I think you see the plan that they're setting in place for the second half of Josh Allen's career, and that is Don Kincaid, James Cook. Um, we're getting younger at defense, Christian with, with guys like Christian Bernard, Gregory Rousseau. Um, that offensive line, while it is older at center, and you know, it's 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 getting up there at age at at at, at left tackle, right tackle young. Rookie uh, left guard, I mean, rookie right tackle, rookie right guard, uh, very young left guard, uh, a young backup center slash guard slash tackle. You know, like we, we've got a lot of young pieces there. We got some youth um, in the room as far as, uh, you know, we got Fournette still on the practice squad. He's only like 28, 27. Um, Ty Johnson's a young guy as well. He's like 26. I mean, you know, Shakir's young. They're gonna draft. They're gonna draft. Uh, you know, another weapon that's also gonna be young. We got Justin Shorter in the cut, and he's not short. He's six four. Um, like they they've got you know, Don Kincaid young, uh, Dawson Knox still young. So the second half of Josh Allen's career, uh, the 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 map is set. the The map has been laid out in front of us. We know. You know, we know how that's going to work, right? And now, granted, everybody's not going to be able to, to stay. You know, we're going to lose guys along the way. But the core, like, they have a core belief of how they want to move forward. Um, but before we get too far ahead looking into the future, we have to talk about the defense. Like, I, I'm, you know, we, I was just in a space with with, with uh, Warlock, a.k.a. Lee Sean, and uh, – Guru was in there. Um, uh, David was in there. Uh, James was in there. You know, all of the guys, man. Uh, shout out to all of y'all. Shout out to uh, shout out to Jason. Shout out to Dale. Everybody. They were all mm -hmm. in there. We were talking about. Um, we were talking about. Uh, like somebody brought up, was like, "Yo, like, oh yeah." They were talking about how how good the defense has been. Like, you know, like how good it's been and how good. The defense looked against the Cowboys with the Cowboys Bills game is actually on the NFL. Well, it's on the NFL Network right now. 
yo, like, you know, they were just talking about how good this defense is. It really is complimenting the offense. And we and McDermott speaks all the time about complimentary football. Complimentary, we're, we're actually getting it now, right? We're actually Absolutely. getting it. Um, case in point, man, like, and it's being recognized all over the league. Like, it's not just here, right? The national media, if you turn on any of these national media shows, the conversation about the Buffalo Bills, has changed, except for Lewis Riddick and uh, and, and Dominique Foxworth. Like, yo, Lewis Riddick, like, you really don't like Josh Allen. And we get it. Like, your guy is Lamar, but pull up the numbers, bro. Like, mm-hmm. jo- Josh is it, okay? Josh is that guy. Lamar ain't it. But, well, that's another conversation for another day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I just want to say, man, like, I was in a uh, a Raven space earlier today on my way home, mm-hmm. and one of the guys in there, shout out to DJ, shout out to JD, all of them guys. Um, mm-hmm. DJ was he was he was he asked me a question. He said, "What I want to know is how do y'all lose guys every other week on defense, and the defense is still humming the way it is? That is like honestly, if you look at it, like let's start. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm gonna make this quick. Sure." Yeah. Right. So I'm gonna make this very quick. We start off the season. Jordan Phillips is not really healthy. Um, you know, uh Gregory Rousseau gets banged up early. Vaughn's coming off of an injury. Trey White is like kind of getting back to himself, coming off of an injury as well. Elam goes down, Benford goes down a couple of times. Micah Hyde's coming back from the neck injury. Taryn Johnson's coming back from, uh, you know, in and out of the lineup with injuries. DeMar Hamlin's coming back from, you know, being dead on the field, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Poyer, walking wounded last year. Milano, we lost him early. Uh, you know, Terrell Bernard's had issues. Every level of the defense has had guys go down, either for a short period of time or – the whole season or for a long period of time. And this defense is still going crazy, which is which leads into the next segment. What was your asset? What was your assessment of how Dak handled this defense? Because Dak came into this game as an MVP front runner, right? Mm-hmm. So yep. what how would you assess that Dak's play? Well, you know, remember last week I was alluding to how Dak has been quicker with his decision-making. Feels like he had more velocity on the ball, and I feel like he was spreading it around to all his weapons. It felt like the old Dak a little bit last week, the you know, the habits we saw a few years ago with him. You know, he didn't have – you know, there weren't many players open. He was holding on to the ball longer. We were getting to him. I mean, it was just a total team effort on the defensive side of the ball, Whittle. I really can't think of one person and say, wow. like. Your guy, East Orange Zone, Rasul Douglas. I mean, what a pickup this guy's been. I mean, can you remember the last time we made a deadline deal that's had this kind of impact? I mean, I I really can't. I, You know, when I really sit and think about it. I know. It usually don't see those kind of moves like really paying off. But And we have them next year under a good price, too. So it's, it's a move for next year, too. That's the beautiful part about it. It's not just for this season. So you have that and, and Taron Johnson. I mean, that guy has been through 
a lot this season with the injuries, right? He's been fighting through it. And for him to come up with that kind of performance this week against Dak was incredible. But yeah, I think I, you know, I, I think, you know, we talked about the Bills Whittle and Dallas is similar. They're like when they get a, a, a head of steam going, they're tough to deal with. And we got up on them early and Dak just never recovered. I mean, that's probably the worst game I've seen him play all year by far. I mean, I know it's not indicative of Dak every week, but it, it was just I was blown away by the defense. Me too, man. Um I, I gotta I I gotta look at I, I got I gotta I gotta give give uh, a lot a lot of props to Brandon Bean for bringing in Russell Douglas, man. And he's still young, right? So you you think to yourself, like, man, you know, 2021. 20 the, the 2021 season we get to the AFC champ to the AFC divisional we're going up against the Chiefs Tyreek Hill and Kelsey and you know and Hardman and and all of these guys and and and, and Demarcus Robinson and all of these guys that they had and you know losing Trey uh losing Trey White in that in that in that Saints game earlier in the year we were without a shutdown corner right we was out we were without a lockdown guy uh, Dane Cook played well for us, but you know the, the the guy that we leaned on the most was Levi Wallace, and I mean, unfortunately, Levi failed us, right? Um, but to go out and and this is what I love about this front this front office, right? This is what I love about the organization. We made the mistake of losing Trey White and not having a viable backup to take over and make plays, right? So. We lose Trey White this year, and they waste they don't waste time, right? They they mm-hmm. they play our guys and they start looking, right? They start looking. They see who's available. What is it going to cost? They go out and get a Rasul Douglas. This guy has had more interceptions, I believe, more interceptions than anybody else over the last few years. Like he's a very opportunistic guy. He's six foot two, still young. He from Jersey, from East Star, so you know he got that dog in him. I he mean, sure like the guy's a great. He's bro. He, he's he 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 clicks and closes it or, or, uh, and helps out in the run. Um, he's not the twitchiest athlete, but he's got great zone eyes. Uh, you know, he, he's physical. He, he's compares a competitor. Like bro, the guy, and he should have had a pick Sunday against Dak. He should have had one, man. Oh, he jumped man, in. A lot of Yep. I couldn't bring it in. He couldn't bring it in, but it's all good. Um, I count it, man. We dropped five interceptions that game and ended up getting one. Uh we dropped Benford dropped one. Karen Johnson dropped one. Jordan Poyer had had it in his hands, bro. He dropped it. Uh Phillips dropped one and then the drop by Rasul. Benford actually ended up getting one, but I mean, we really could have, you know, stepped our takeaway numbers up if we could have just held on to a few of those. Um, the 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 question before the game was, you know, we talked to some of the Dallas fans and they were telling us, man, that go that that is not turning the football over. We don't have to worry about that. Um, Josh Allen's a turnover machine. He's gonna give us one. He might give us two. Josh is gonna throw a pick six. And when people say stuff like that, I know they haven't watched the Buffalo Bills. I know they haven't watched Josh Allen play in a very long time because Josh hasn't thrown the pick six in four years. So 
If you're waiting mm-hmm. on a pick six from Joshua Patrick Allen, you'll be waiting for a while. He hasn't done it. In, he, he hasn't done it. Um, Fourth so, longest streak in NFL history, by the way. Yeah, my dad. come on. If, if, if you're banking on that to beat the Buffalo Bills, I, 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 I advise you to find a backup plan. That's not it. Um, I'm going to speak on the defense, of the, de- the defense right? I'm going to go from – we talked about the corners. We talked about the safeties. You know, those guys look good. Taylor Rapp, great job. Like, I, I think that was one of his best games. Cam Lewis was great in coverage, uh, play, filling in for Micah Hyde. Um, Terrell Dotson, man. Oh, my God. Oh, he was laying the wood, man. <laughs> yeah, he hit Dak so hard, man. I thought that I, – I thought I thought for sure he was uh, he was going to get kicked out the game. I mm-hmm. thought for sure he was going to get kicked yeah. out. Yeah. He took that yeah. head off, man. He took his head off. But but you know what? You sometimes I am not I'm not advocating for head on or anything like that. But there are times where you're going up against an opponent and you have to assert your dominance. You have to you have to uh you have to take their heart. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we ran the football 30 plus times. For basically like seven yards to carry, uh, multiple touchdowns, you know, over and over, and like back to back to back to back, rushing play, rushing play, rushing play. They tried to run the ball. No, we stop them. They try to drop back and pass. We blow their line up, right? We blow up their offensive line. We bring, we're bringing Dak down. We're forcing Dak into bad situations. He's getting the ball out. We're coming up. We're popping people. I mean, they were just so physical that game. And you got to tip your hat to two people. Um, Sean McDermott is one, and Tyler Dunn is another one. You idiot. You dropped that hit piece and you juven- and you you rejuvenated this team. You thought it was going to kill this team, and guess what, dummy? You made this team mad. You pissed this team off. You gave them a reason to rally around each other, and now they they look like a trade that's out of control, man. Just barreling down the tracks, and I, I don't know. It doesn't look like it's stopping until we get to the West Coast. I mean, it looks, you know, Sin City. Hello, we're on our way. Oh, um, <laughs> I like the sound of that. But special shout out to, yeah, yeah. Special special shout out to Von Miller. Von is very close to being back. He's mm-hmm. very close. He's got that bend. He's he's trusting he's trusting his body. The brace is off. He's bending around the corner. The man is on his way. Like he's almost back, and um, that's going to be a huge help. So be a huge, huge help. Um, but coming hey, hey. up, you know, go ahead, go ahead, bro. Oh no, no, you're right. I mean, and the thing is, even with Vaughn, if we even just get what we saw this past Sunday, just him disrupting and getting so close and. You know, it's going to make other D coordinators think, hey, I got to account for Von Miller again. And it's just going to help the rest of the defense. You know, it's like it's like that cleanup hitter. I mean, you remember Dallas Strawberry from the Mets yep. and the Yankees in the old day? I know it's a weird analogy, but even when Strawberry was at the end of his career, he was so feared. It didn't matter. When Strawberry stepped to the plate, like, man, I got to count for this guy. Like, at any moment, he could take it deep, right? And I feel the same way yep. about Von right now. Maybe he doesn't have what he had before, but you still have to account for him on the field. So I just that development alone was a, it was a huge, huge thing for the bills going forward. 
No, absolutely, man, absolutely. And and we're getting contributions on that defensive line from everybody. It's not just, you know, like Ebenezer, I think he left that game early. Or no, he didn't play at all. He didn't play that game at all. Um, but you wouldn't know that he didn't play that game because I mean we were all over that. We were all over that. We were all over that offensive line. I mean, they they did their best. They double teamed Ed Oliver a lot. And Jordan Phillips was he was an absolute menace that game. I mean, he was a menace. He was in the backfield all game long. Um Floyd with another sack. I think he's what is it? What Floyd's at 10 and a half, I believe, now. Like you know, he 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 hit his bonus number. Uh Ed'll mm-hmm. be there soon as well. Uh Rousseau looks like he's getting healthy. You said you're starting to see a little burst out of him. Um yeah, this line is like this line is taking off, man. Uh Dotson played well. Bernard again, you know, great game and coverage. He he was very close to uh very close to not to to um to making a, a few plays as well. Uh he's always around the football. Like, I mean, just this team, man, this, this defensive unit under Sean McDermott is is this might be the best defense that we've seen. For the Buffalo Bills since like 2017, man. This this might be the best defense. Uh, but going forward, you know, we're not we're not where we need to be, right? We still need to keep winning games. And coming up, we have the Los Angeles Chargers, right? Mm-hmm. Um they started the season as uh, you know, with a lot of expectations. They've got one of the best quarterbacks in the league, Justin Herbert. They got, you know. They got a bunch of dogs out there as well. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, um, Austin Eckler, uh, Khalil Mack, you know, Joey Bosa, Derwin James, just to name a few of the guys that, you know, everybody knows. They are Asante Samuels out there, Asante Samuel Jr. Um, I can't remember the tight end name. I think his name was like uh, Palmer or something like that. But they, they got a really yeah. good tight end up there as well. Mm-hmm. Um you know, some good solid pieces on their line uh, on both sides. Just a, a really, really solid, really, really solidly built team that just, you know, kind of under has been underperforming. Um mm-hmm. a lot of that underperforming has to do with the coach. Uh what well, a former coach now, coach uh coach Staley, he was he was fired, the GM was fired. Uh, I think a couple of positional coaches got fired, some bartenders were fired, a lot of tender was fired. Um, I think a couple secretaries got the axe. It was crazy. They just went on the firing spree after they let the Raiders put 63 points on their head <laughs> on Thursday night football for all of America to see. You can't do that. Like if you're in a standalone game, you mm-hmm. can't do that. Especially that. against the Raiders. <laughs> Especially against the Raiders. It's a division rival, man. You can't do mm-hmm. that. Yep. So you're out there in LA. Um, mm-hmm. uh, first off, are there any Charger fans in LA? Honestly, honestly, it's not easy to find. I mean, it's it's a it's a franchise with a little, just a very small identity here. Um, the Ram. I mean, it, it's crazy. I still think of this as a Raider town, personally. I mean, right. if you want to get right down to it, the Rams have done a nice job of getting their fan base back, but the Chargers, they. I feel like they're lost in the woods somewhere, Whittle, trying to find their way. You know what I mean? They, 
And I kind of feel bad for that team because they have, like you said, they have good talent, right? I mean, it's not for a lack of that. Um, I'll be there Saturday night. Can't wait for it. It's probably going to be 60, 70% Bills fans in the house. So it should be like a home game for us. Um, but yeah, the, you know, the Chargers. Uh, of course. I, I mean, what can you say? I mean, there's a, you know, this, this team, it, it's one of those games you still got to be careful. I mean, now uh, you were alluding to some of their, their talent. I, I was scanning over their injury report. Keen Allen has not practiced this week. So that might be something where maybe he doesn't play this week. So we got to keep an eye on that and see how that transpires. And I believe they're down to their third string center. So that's something else to think about. So something uh, Mr. Oliver will have something to say about maybe on Saturday night. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But the chargers are, you know, they're, they're kind of, I actually have the, uh, in the I have, I have <laughs> the, the injury rule. Oh, my fault. Yeah, I got the, I got the injury report, report pulled up, right? So uh, Keenan Allen has not practiced all week. He, he's got a heel issue. Um, they got a, a DB, Bassey. He's in concussion. He, he was out with a concussion, but he's been practicing. Zion Johnson, two full practices in a row, kid out of Boston College. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, Dean L- Leonard, Dean Leonard, corner, heel issue. Hasn't practiced all week at all. Uh, Tanner Muse, a very, very speedy linebacker, light practice. Um, I'm not even going to attempt this other linebacker's name. It's, his first name is Amen, but um, yeah, the rest I'm not even going to try. Uh, Trey Pipkins and Nick Williams are out. Trey yep. Pipkins is the off offensive tackle. Nick Williams is defensive tackle. Both of those guys uh, have been limited in practice. All week so far, um, going into Thursday. On the Buffalo Bills side, Josh Allen is on the list with a right shoulder issue. That's been there for however long. I mean, he's been a full participant in practice, so whatever. Uh, Kaya Elam, ankle issue, full practice. He's fine. Reed Ferguson, full practice. Leonard Floyd, limited practice. Um, he, he had a... He had like a rib injury he got uh, in, the, in the game. He had to leave out, but he came back. Light practice for uh, Micah Hyde. That's a good sign. Maybe he plays. Um, Ty Johnson, I would, Ty Johnson uh, hurt his shoulder. Duncan K hurt his shoulder. They're both limited in practice. Dawson Knox, with the, you know, he's still coming back from the wrist. Um, full practice, uh, you know, all week so far. Sam Martin, full practice. Uh, Vaughn was out with vet rest. And Jordan Phillips uh, is out for a couple of weeks with a uh, wrist injury. He went and had surgery on it. He's targeting the Miami game to come back. Uh, James Cook got sick, so he was out today. Uh, That's weird. And let's see, is there anybody else? I don't think so. I think that's it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Justin Shorter, hamstring issue, but he was a full participant for, for the both days. Um, mm-hmm. And I left a couple of guys out because I want to kind of get into it. Uh, AJ sure. Epinesa, he he messes ribs up against the uh, Chiefs, right? Um, we originally thought AJ was going to be out until like the playoffs. Maybe, luckily, we could get him back from Miami. Uh, he was at practice. He's been a light participant for the last two days. 
Our guy Mook talking. Shout out to him. Shout out mm-hmm. to you, Mook. Um, he he said he spoke with. He, he tweeted out he spoke with uh, AJ. AJ will be a game time decision. That's awesome. Um, I would love. I, I I love what he's been been bringing to the team this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, still at six and a half sacks. Uh, two interceptions at this point, though. That's dope. Defensive end, two interceptions. Aren't they the best? Paid. Aren't they the best interceptions, Will? I mean, as yeah, a fan, man. I love just his length and just how you know hit, 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 it just gets up there and, and knocks. Yo, that's why that's why I wanted Jordan Phillips to get that. Can you imagine Jordan Phillips mm-hmm. gets that interception? He's trying to score, man. He's trying to yep, score. I wanted absolutely. him to get that. Um, absolutely. and then the title of the show was Welcome Back. I don't know if anybody paid attention to that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I try to be clever or you know, yep. leave little, leave little, uh, go- leave little Easter eggs in the title because it, it means something. And our boy, Big Daquan Jones, he tore his pack against the uh, against the uh, the Jags in um, in London, week five, and man, like. At the time, Daquan Jones was like he was the only defensive tackle that was better than him in the league at that point was Aaron Donald. When you you look at it from a pass rush win rate, run stop uh, run stop rate, like all of those things, pressures, whatever, hurries, hits, nobody was better except Aaron Donald, and we lost him, and we thought we lost him for the whole season. But Daquan Jones' practice window was open. He's been a light participant for two days now. Um, they interviewed him and they asked him, they said, hey, you know, uh, Matt Perino, shout out to you, sir. Uh, Matt Perino always shows love, um, you know, whenever whenever I run into him. Um, and his hair, like, always looks the same, too. Like, he's got gray hair, but. Anyway. Yeah, it's got that Jimmy Jimmy Johnson thing going on. Right. Where it's always, yeah. but you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> always perfect. Always. But, um, <laughs> exactly. So they talk to Dave. So Matt Matt goes and talks to Daquan. He, he puts he puts the uh, audio out, and Daquan is saying like, you know, I'm, he's been traveling with the team for a few weeks, um, for about a month now, and um, you know, just getting acclimated with the system, with the guys. You know, we got some new additions in here. Um, and you know, getting ready to see, you know, get, you know, getting ramping himself up to see if he can get back on the field. You know, he wants to get back on the field, but at the same time, you don't want to get, you don't want to move too quickly and run the risk of losing, um, you know, having a having a step a, a, a setback, re-injuring it, and then you know, pushing yourself out for the rest of the year, possibly into next season. So, um, he he is pushing. You know, he's pushing to get back. He's got a 21-day window, so, you know, all this week, all next week, and even, you know, he, he he's going to be ready for wild card weekend, period. Like, that's for sure. We can guarantee we're going to get Daquan Jones back at least for wild card weekend. But wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be great if we, you know, we take care of business, beat the Chargers, Beat the uh, the Patriots and go into Week 18 against a Miami team that may lose to Dallas or may lose to the Ravens mm-hmm. 
And then week 18 is for all the marbles. And if we compare Daquan Jones, Ed Oliver, Von Miller, Leonard Floyd, Gregory Rousseau, AJ Epinesa, Jordan Phillips. Wow. <laughs> Zach Lawson. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If we can bring that to Miami for that game, it's all the marbles, baby. Win and survive. Win in advance. Um, that's going to be great. And uh, the scenario that I'm looking at right now mm-hmm. is um, how can we team? I mean, week 18 is a big game. It's a big game, period. Mm-hmm. But how can we make week 18 even bigger? We need two mine. teams <laughs> from the South, AFC South, to finish the year 11 and 6. We need Cleveland to finish no lower than 10 and 7. And we need either Pittsburgh or the Bengals to win out. Because if those things happen, the winner between Buffalo and Miami in Week 18 wins the division and goes to the playoffs. And the loser is out completely. And that's wow. what I want. That would be a I Sunday want the season on the line guaranteed. for Week 18. I want. So all of the pieces that need to be in place are there. So by the time that game starts, everybody knows what's at stake. Mm-hmm. And who would you rather have as your quarterback in a winner-takes-all game? Josh Allen or Tua Tungvaloa? I want Josh Allen. Yeah, and that's no offense even to Tua. That's I how much Josh I think Allen. of Josh Allen. Yep. Absolutely. He's, he's a big dog, man. But um, mm-hmm. we get, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead of ourselves, man. Back to the Chargers. The Chargers okay. fired their coach. They coach they fired Coach Daly. Um so two ways this can go for them. They're either going to rally around the fact that we just fired this coach and let's let's get out, let's go out there and lay it all, all out on the field, right? Let's go play spoiler for somebody. Mm-hmm. Or they can just lay down like they did against the, the, the Raiders. Now, let me ask you, what's your game plan to win against the Chargers, and how do you feel about them firing their coach? Do you think that that's going to give them a bump, or is that going to um, – or or it just doesn't matter? Like, what do you think? Yeah. Um, yeah. So a lot to unpack. Uh, first of all, I just want to give a shout out to everyone in the group chat, Dale, Donna, Mink, Ground and Punt. We have uh, Built in Buffalo, Lee Sean's in here. Uh, so we got a lot of action on the group chat, on the chat. So thank you for all that, Raul, David, everyone in there. So it's been awesome. I just wanted to put that out there to start. So about the first about the, the bump from the firing of the coach, right? I'll give you two examples, Whittle. Number one is the Raiders. Now you look at what Antonio Pierce is doing with the Vegas Raiders. He's playing. He's. It was a totally different vibe when they fired McDan- Josh McDaniel, right? 
Antonio Pierce like put a shot into that organization right away. He's he's probably he should probably get right. that interim tag taken off. I think he's done enough to earn. Yeah, you know, it's a different vibe. That team is playing hard every week. Like I would not want to play the Raiders going forward, right? Because they have a lot in place. Pierce is interjecting a lot into that. Now, you know, I I would challenge about a hundred people on Twitter to name me the new GM and the coach of the Chargers. They Giff Smith is the coach, and JoJo Wooden is the GM. Do any of us really believe, even if they won their last three games, that these two gentlemen are going to be back next year in 2024? No, right? And the Chargers, the players know this, right? Could there be a bump? Sure. I mean, a lot of these players probably got the memo that there's going to be big changes if they do bring in. You know, there's rumors about Jim Harbaugh. There's rumors about, who knows, even Bill Belichick for all we know, right? You never know what the Chargers are going to do. I still maintain they may not. Their owner is cheap. He's not the most aggressive, um, you know, owner in the world. So, but we'll see. That's something for another day. But the bump could come maybe the beginning of the game, right? Well, I think this is the key, the strategy going forward. When you have a team that's kind of thinking about their vacation, probably a little bit more than people want to admit at this point in the season, especially a team that had such high expectations and has really been down there. And just, just an error parallel, look at the Titans a couple of weeks ago. Titans have a rookie QB. They got an excellent head coach. They're fighting every week, right? They're still playing to build their identity, how we were back when Allen was a rookie, right? The Chargers are not doing anything of the sort, right? Easton Stick is playing for a backup role maybe in the league next year, right? We'll see what he could do. The key for Buffalo, you know, and this is why I love Joe Brady so much, I don't see the same playbook this week. I don't see the game, same game plan against the Chargers. Right, we're not going. Josh Allen's not going to throw fourteen times. I mean, I think he's going to throw thirty-five plus times in this game. The Chargers are anemic in in pass defense. I think we got to attack. Go back to what we were doing. If they're going to play cover two, no problem. Get Cook involved. Get Kincaid involved. Get Dawson Knox involved. Right, and just get that lead early so we can. Not that not that the Chargers are going to quit, but kind of go into maintenance mode. You know what I mean, Whittle? Football's such a physical game, such an emotional game. You know this better than anybody here. Right. If you don't have that right. motivation, you know, if, if the Chargers get up 10 nothing in the game, they're, you know, their crowd will get into it. They'll be like, hmm, maybe we could pull off a big upset here. That, that would be great. But if you take the will out right away, that's what we got to do. That would be my game plan going into Saturday night. No, I agree. I agree 100%, man. Um, this is a team you want to get on top of early. You don't want to, you want to smother them out quick, you know get this fight over with, you know, uh, make it, make it, make it hard, make, make it hard for them to come back and compete, uh, do it early. And, and I think that they'll be like, you know what, man, whatever, let's just, we lost, let's just move on. You know, let's, let's, let's just get to the end of the season. Um, before we transition out of, out of the, uh, the Chargers. I, I do want to dip back to Dallas real quick. Um, mm-hmm. The Dallas Cowboys fans get a bad rap on. They get a bad. Uh, they get a bad rap everywhere, right? A lot of people say I can't stand Dallas. I can't stand their fans. I didn't have that experience this week on Twitter, man. Uh, I feel like the majority of the fans for Dallas were were really really cool. Really good, mm-hmm. uh, smart, very smart. Like you were in the joint space with us. Shout out the Knicks, double I, um, 
mm-hmm. whole crew over there. Uh, man, I, I mean, some of y'all names is escaping me right now. Uh, I apologize, but shout out to y'all. Like, we, we went into your space, talk ball. It was cool. Excellent. It was a little, you know, there was some shots. There was some shots. Shout out to DC. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, who else? Um, Antoine, uh, Chris, you know, yep. shout out to all y'all. Rico, um, Rico from, from, from that, from that side. You know, we appreciate mm-hmm. all of y'all, man. Um, y'all really, y'all really showed us some hospitality. You know, everybody took their little shots. We we talked a little trash, but most so we talked ball, and I appreciated that. Um, I want to address Coles, Coles Cowboys. Let's put this to bed now, sir. Josh Allen is better than Dak Prescott. Okay, mm-hmm. they had similar stat lines. But one guy looked like he was in control of his offense, and the other guy looked like he was out of control. He had no idea what was going on. It looked like he was caught in the buzzsaw, and he really, really was. So, yeah, let's like let's let that let's let that go to bed now, okay? There are tears here. There's levels, my G. There are levels. Dak, Josh, mm-hmm. Dak, Josh. Okay, let's 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 put that to bed now. All right. Um, no, shout out to Coles, man. Coles, another guy, man, funny guy. Um, def- definitely knows, definitely knows his football. Uh, definitely knows his football. Uh, shout out to Ashley Baker, um, mm-hmm. another Cowboys fan. She she had a lot to say about. Uh, uh, congratulations on your engagement as well to Young Heavy. Like, appreciate y'all. Yeah, like, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um. But she spoke a lot about Josh Allen. You know, Josh gets a lot of hate on in these Twitter streets. Gets a lot of he hate. Does. You know, he's a turnover machine. It's this and that, and a lot of a lot of nonsense. But um, funny now because like Jalen Hurts is turning the ball over at a crazy pace, and nobody wants to talk about turnovers anymore. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, let's 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 put a lot of these bad narratives to bed. Okay. Josh mm-hmm. Allen has more touchdowns than any other quarterback in the NFL, and it's by and it's and it's and it's not by two or three, it's it's by a lot. Okay, he, he's got a lot of touchdowns. Um, he does his interception numbers uh, are up. I know they're not really up. Like his interception numbers are like what they are every year. Um, mm-hmm. the the problem is this year we don't have the wins, but. Uh, I expect the big. I, I expect Josh Allen to insert himself into the MVP conversation in a couple of weeks uh, after two big performances. At three, three, three big performances coming up. I think he'll play well to close out the year uh, like he normally does. And um, we looked at as we look to finish the season, eleven and six, uh, AFC East champions for a fourth straight time, and uh, send Miami to Cancun quick fast and in a hurry before they even touch the playoffs. Um, that that is that is my uh that is my that is my dream scenario. But mm-hmm. um I kind of want to double back to something that, that we spoke about a little bit. Uh I talked about how Daquan Jones had talked to Matt Perino and he was saying that, you know, hey man, I um you know I've been hanging around the team for a while and you know I, I wanna you know I'm I'm glad to be back and glad for the opportunity to get back on the field. And we lost multiple guys. Like we lost like 
real, you know, big, big, big time players for this team. Um, Trey White out with the uh, with the Achilles, so he's out. Um, Beyond, have you seen Trey White on the field uh, since the injury? No, I have not. In street clothes, anything? Mm-mm, I have not. I can't say I have Me noticed. Neither. Uh, hmm. Things that make it go hmm, right? <laughs> yeah, beyond, beyond. Let me ask you this: Have you seen another Buffalo Bills player on the defensive side in street clothes that was injured earlier this year? Maybe with the initials MM. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, it's crazy because if you're out for the year and you have no chance to play, mm-hmm. why I, I'm a competitive guy, right? So yep. if I can't play, I don't want to be around it. I'm gonna watch it at home, but being if I'm if I'm if I'm playing bat if I'm a basketball player, right, and I can't play with my team. I don't want to sit on the bench in street clothes, bro. If I can't come back at no point this season, I don't want to sit there because it's torture because I know I can't play until next season. So let me go home. Don't let me. I, I don't want to torture myself. Absolutely. Trey White is home because Trey White towards Achilles. He's not coming back. He's not coming mm-hmm. back. Uh, next season, we'll see you soon, Trey. Um, you know, we love you, dog. Like, can't wait for you to get back. Can't wait for you to prove everybody wrong. Can't wait for you to get back to the level that you're supposed to be at because you were back, like fully back. We saw it. Um, but Matt Milano is on the sideline in street clothes, leaping, cheering his team on. You know, moving very, very well. And my God, I yeah. got to thinking. Is it possible? <laughs> Is it's it possible? Possible. Now, last week, I don't know if you were in this space. I said, don't be surprised, guys, if on Monday, or Tuesday, the 21-day window for Daquan Jones is open. Don't be surprised if we get that announcement. And sure enough, it did come. Now, I can't take all the credit because I do, you know, we do know some people that have some inside information. So somebody did kind of, you know, say the rumor, the rumor is there. But I have been saying that for a while. I have been saying for a while that he will come back around the Dallas game. Right, Dallas, you know, uh, Chargers game. I, I said, I, I said that he should come back around that time. I also said for a while now, and you know, some of y'all are in the chat, y'all be in the spaces with me. I know y'all heard it. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm lying, put it in the chat. You know, we can we can put it to bed. Um, I said that Matt Milano would be back mm-hmm. around. Week 18, the wild card, possibly the divisional. Don't be surprised if after the Patriots game, 
the rumors start to fly about Matt Milano getting ready to get his window opened up. I think Matt Milano is coming back. Mm-hmm. I think he's coming back. I think we have him for the divisional round. And I think the AFC championship game is where we get Matt Milano like back, back, like mm-hmm. third down Matt Milano's in the game and him and Terrell Bernard are shutting the middle of the field. That whole intermediate short area is shut down. So no fly zone. Mm-hmm. It's coming. It's going to, yep. And um, we talked a little bit about the playoff picture. Mm-hmm. We're getting Daquan Jones back to this defense. If we get Matt Milano back, the Buffalo Bills are going to the Super Bowl. Ooh. And this is recorded. It's live. I can't take this back. It's on Twitter. It's on Facebook. It's on YouTube. It's it's going it's it's gonna be it's gonna be on uh on 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 our on our on our uh other on our network pretty soon as well. Mm-hmm. Um we get those two guys back. Not only are the Buffalo Bills going to the Super Bowl, but Josh Allen's not going to Vegas to lose. Mm-mm. I don't care who the, I don't care. I don't care who comes out of the NFC. They're not beating the Buffalo Bills. Matt Milano, Daquan Jones come back. The Buffalo Bills are going to the Super Bowl and they're gonna win. Wow. Because because Josh Allen's the best player on the floor on the field. He's the best player on the field. When we play 30 other teams, when we play 30 out of out of the 31 other teams, he's the best player on the field 30 times against 30 other teams. The only time he's not is when we play Kansas City. Agreed. Do you have a that's, prediction? Wow. That's a hard act to follow, Whittle. I'll, I'll tell you that. I mean, I listen, you know, we spoke about this also a few weeks ago. We spoke about the twenty-seven, the 20, 2007 Giants being 6-6, six and six, making that run to win the Super Bowl, right? We we talked about the 21 Buccaneers being 6-6, six and six, making a run for the Super Bowl. You could kind of see right. that there was that potential, right? I mean, you look at the Bills right now and what we're capable of. Yeah, I mean, we could absolutely do it. Um I'm not sure if I'm ready to throw down that much of a guarantee, you know, that much of a pick, but I, I can assure you this, you know, it's like it, it was almost universal. Howie Long was saying it, other people saying, like, who wants this Buffalo Bills team in the playoffs right now? Right. I mean, who, who really wants them to sneak in? Nobody. Right. And I know we hear a lot of, ch- you know, about San Francisco and listen, San Francisco has been amazing. Right. But look at the depth of the a- NFC. And, and listen, the NFC's got some really, really good teams over there. I'm not saying that they don't. But compare the eight seeds, the Buffalo Bills and the New Orleans Saints. I mean, is, is there even a comparison? I mean, the AFC is so, so deep. But Whittle, you just look at the way things are going. You look at some of the injuries for some of these other teams, right? Right. Kansas City's not quite Kansas City. Baltimore is very good, but yeah, you know, I, I feel co- yeah. You know, in our you know, mentally, I think we could beat the Ravens. We match up well with them. McDermott. We'll scheme up something good for Lamar Jackson. We do well against that kind of team. 
right? San Francisco is, you know, I mean, like Miami. We scheme well against Miami. I mean, Miami's been very good. Don't get me wrong. But we have that mental edge. I mean, we could absolutely do it. It's all there, Whittle. It's all in front of us right now. I mean, how fast this changed in four weeks is unbelievable. And it all started by showing Kenneth Dorsey the door. And that's what got this party started. Yes, sir. We are officially in the BB era, right? Yep. Oh, no, no, no. We're in the AD era. The after AD. Dorsey. Yeah, after Dorsey. Shout out to Coach Brady, man. Uh, you, he'll probably never see this, but uh, shout out to you, sir. Um, this offense has never looked better. Um, we have been searching for a day that Josh Allen could win a game by not uh, putting the cape on, and we got that. <laughs> we have that ability now, so mm -hmm. y'all in trouble. Um, yeah, so I, I gotta say, I gotta say. It, the feeling around this team, the feeling, it's just different, right? So there were there were some things I had talked to Lee Sean um, in the offseason. Before this season started, we had a conversation, and um, I was telling him, I said, bro, you know, we always peak. Like, we always play great early in the season, and we kind of, like, limp into the playoffs. Like, we win games, but we really not playing great football um so we need to peak at the right time we're peaking at the right yep. time um it, it, also said know, that the defense oh, i'm sorry go ahead man go ahead oh no you no you're perfectly fine but um the other key to Whittle, i think is if we think of how you said about josh putting his cape on right to ask him to do that nine games in a row win the super bowl that's a lot to ask like sooner or later you're just going to have a game, two picks, couple turnovers, fumbles, bad calls. Right? There could be anything, right? But now that we saw that a Ty Johnson can really help us out, that James Cook can help out Josh, maybe Josh doesn't have to throw 40 times a game or 35 times. Maybe he can be 18 of 23 for 200 yards and three TDs and we win, right? Yeah, he doesn't have to be that Superman. And then the defense, like you said, is gelling together. Maybe the defense wins us a game 17 to 10. Maybe we win a game 34-31 in a shootout, right? I, and that gives us that ability to make this, this amazing run where I think under Dorsey, there's no way this would happen. You know, people say, oh, if we got rid of him early, would we'd have we'd be 10 and 3? No, we wouldn't. You know why? Because if we would have won those games early, we'd still have Ken Dorsey as our coordinator, and we would not be looking the way we are right now. This was meant to be little. Yep. Yeah. And 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 um I'm I'm gonna talk about I'm gonna talk about like destiny teams and stuff like that. I'm gonna talk about like destiny and stuff like that. Um after I go through go through this, these next two points. Um the second thing that I talked about with uh Lee Sean was the second thing I talked about with Lee Sean was you know, the defense has always been the, the unit that lets us down in the playoffs, man. Like Every single time we have a great defense in the regular season, and we get to the playoffs, we can't stop anybody. We always complain, you know, in the past about, you know, the defense was too passive, not aggressive enough. We just, you know, we're just allowing people to get get chunk yardage and, and then we tackle and then that's it. This defense has not looked like that. Now, the jury's out because the playoffs haven't started. 
when the playoffs start, we will be in there because we're going to win this division. Hello, Miami. Y'all got to beat Dallas and the Ravens back-to-back, something that you haven't done, which is beat to beat a winning team in back-to-back weeks. You haven't done it since last year, week three, okay? Um, so we're going to win the division. But when the playoffs start, that's when we can really assess McDermott's defense in the playoffs, right? It looks great now, but let's see what happens in the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. And the third thing was, the third thing was, um, Josh needed help. Like we, like Josh is great, but just like you said, we cannot depend on him to be great every time we need, every time we step on the field. So there are going to be some games in this playoff run that, you know, Josh's numbers are not going to be crazy. And I used to look at the Bengals and be like, man, Joe Burrow not really like that because look at these games in the playoffs. Joe Burrow didn't do this. And Joe Burrow, That's the formula, though. The formula is sometimes somebody else has to be great. Mm-hmm. Or there are times where the team needs to be great and then we call on Josh at the end of the game and say, Josh, win it for us, right? Because because it's it's thirty, it's 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 twenty seven twenty seven, and we got six minutes left in this game, and they still have the ball. So the defense is going to go get you the ball, and we're going to hold them, or we're going to hold them to three, and we need you to go down there and get a touchdown. That's when Josh has to put the cape on. But mm-hmm. I don't need Josh to have the cape on for sixty minutes. Just Put the cape on for five minutes, six minutes, a quarter. Be great for a quarter, yep. four times, and let's and let's get this trophy right. That's what that's 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 the that's the other part. So there are teams that we that we watch that you know you would think in history has shown this that there are teams that start off and you know and they don't look great. They kind of mope around or they limp around and they kind of fly fly under the radar. And then something happens. And the air around the team is different. The way that they play is a little different. The way that they talk is different. The way that, you know, and that's this team right now, right? Mm -hmm. We started off as one of the favorites and, you know, we were looking great. And here you go again, the injury bug. And then, we lose to Jacksonville. You know, we barely beat the Giants and we lose to the Bengals again. And then we lose to the Broncos in the most embarrassing, billsiest way. 12 men on the field. Josh mm-hmm. is turning the football over. All of the things that have been said about the Buffalo Bills all season, negative, are coming true. And everybody that talked, crazy about the Bills all offseason. Now they're looking like a genius. And um, this is the year, like, in the NFL that everybody's got humbled. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this year everybody's kind of getting humbled. Right. Mm -hmm. Everybody's kind of getting humbled. The Bengals lost Burrow. You know, they're kind of going through it a little bit, fighting their way to get back into the playoffs. 
the uh, 49ers went on like a three-game losing streak where they lost to like teams that nobody expected them to lose. So they lost to a PJ Walker led Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. Who had that on their bingo card? Nobody. nobody. Um, the Eagles have been humbled, right? Mm-hmm. They're on a, what a three-game losing streak now. Yep. Oh, that games? coming. Yeah, three-game losing streak. Yeah. Yeah, they just lost to the Seahawks. The uh, cow. I mean, well, the Cowboys just they. They got humbled again. Like they got it from the 49ers, then they got it from us. Um, the Ravens, uh, the Ravens have been humbled. The Chiefs have been humbled. Um, the Dolphins have been humbled. It didn't work because they're still running around here talking crazy, but they they got humbled as well. Um, and the Bills have been humbled, yep. right? Um, I know I have as a fan for sure. Um but man, like this team just feels like it's destined to get it done. This is the weakest the AFC playoffs have been. There is no Burrow to get through. There won't be a Herbert to get through. There won't be a Herbert to deal with. Trevor Lawrence is having a bad year. Deshaun Watson's out. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh is on a downturn. Uh, the Chiefs are not what they were, right? Um, no, no Jets defense to deal with. On the A on the on the NFC side. The 49ers look like a like a juggernaut. They, they look great. Who else though? Cowboys can't win on the road. The Eagles, I mean, the Eagles are being held together by like thread at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're having a lot of problems right now. Detroit Lions, I mean, Jared Goff's the quarterback. They look like a great team, but I mean, they just got here. I, I nobody believes in them yet. I'm sorry. Minnesota's having it down here. No Kirk Cousins. Um, the Giants are nowhere to be found. The Seahawks look better weirdly with Drew Locke than they do with Geno Smith. Um, the Rams are rebuilding, but still in the playoffs. Tampa Bay, Baker Mayfield's the quarterback. This is the year, bro. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna make a move, you need to assert yourself, and this is the year. This is the year to get it done. So, um yeah, that's the prediction, man. I love it. I love we it. We went and out. We get Matt Milano back. Yep. And we go to the Super Bowl and win. Oh, yeah. That's where I'm at. You know, you, you alluded to something earlier about how, you know, I was I was just browsing through some of Tom Brady's playoff games, right, mm-hmm. over his election. Yeah, I use them as an example. Most recent, you know, he's had tons of games. Whittle, some of his wins, 13 of 25, 198, uh, 21 of 35, 262, um, 18 to 33, 199. You see what I'm saying? Didn't have to be, he didn't have to be, now, he's been Superman a lot of games, right? But the fact that I right. feel like we don't have to have Josh playing out of his mind every week, like he kind of did against the Eagles as an example, right? If right. we could just, you know, if we can have a game where, Okay, maybe maybe there is a game he's 18 to 33 for 180 yards and just a touchdown and a pick. But if our defense is humming, if our running game is humming, if we have the like you said, the complimentary football, you were talking about that earlier in, in, in the podcast. That's the key now. That's where I feel the confidence of the Bills more. We know what Josh Allen can do. We know what Stefan Diggs can do, right? We know what our star players could do, but it's all those things with Joe Brady and what he's doing and what McDermott's doing with the defense right now. Where I have a lot more confidence, we could we could pull off this would which would be the most amazing run in the history of Buffalo football. 
Oh yeah, it has to be. Any run ending in a Super Bowl for Buffalo is automatically the number one top of the like. It's the number one moment in the history of this franchise. Uh, it's time. It's overdue. Um, we wait. Hold on. We we I. I'm still not fully there on the coach. I'm still Agreed. not fully there. Um, but we got the. I think we. I believe we have the OC that can win us a Super Bowl. I believe we have the defensive coordinator that can win us a Super Bowl. Um, I believe we have the quarterback that can win us a Super Bowl. I believe we have the team that can win us a Super Bowl. And this fan base deserves a Super Bowl. Um, I, I just want to thank everybody uh, for coming through. Uh, it's about that time. We're going to get up out of here. Uh, 21 viewers, man. That's 21 live viewers is like a, a high for us. I mean, it's been, it was all the yeah. way up to 40. It was all the way up to like 40, which is big. Yep. I mean, that's clearly like there are other people, you know, cover one and mm-hmm. uh, built in Buffalo, Buffalo Rumblings, yep. Vice Lombardi, a bunch of other guys, you know, um, yeah, a couple Philly podcasts like uh, the Canaan Lines guys, like they do bigger. They they do they do thousands. Like they do they do you know hundreds. You know they do bigger numbers. So you know, uh, but it's not about them. And we appreciate everybody that rocks out with us. And um, you know we appreciate everybody that's in the chat. If you're watching yep. on Twitter, thank you. If you're watching on Facebook, thank you. Um, we 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 made some moves and. Uh, I don't quite fully understand how to operate everything with 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 the moves that we did make. So I'm holding off one more week. We will discuss in detail next week the moves that have been made, the uh, direction that we're going in. And um, yeah, man, like listen, you know, beyond you'll be at the game. So you know you're gonna yes. hold us down on the left coast. We appreciate Absolutely. that, of course. Um, Shout out to you. Shout out to your wife, man. Your wife, clap it up for her. She got you the tickets yeah. for your birthday coming up, man. Shout yeah. out to her. Yeah, you know, thank you. Great Will. woman. I met her. I met her at the uh, game in Jersey. Yeah, but yeah. Shout out yeah. to her, man. Tell ourselves. I sure will. Um, I sure will. She she holds you in a very high regard, my friend. Very high regard. So, absolutely. Hey, I, I, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. You like a you like a member of the family now. Like my mother, she 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 calls you by name, and she was like, "Oh, you yeah. got you." What's be how's beyond and his family doing? Like yeah, everybody talks about yeah. you, man. Like, yeah, yeah. We, we, we um, love you. Same on here. Same on here. Yep. Same hey, here, if, my friend. If my, my son usually watches the show, hey PJ, if you're watching the show, go to bed. It's 10 o'clock, bro. It's 10 o'clock. Um, but other than that, yeah, I appreciate everybody for rocking out with us. Like I said, next week we'll make some announcements on um where you can get this content and more content that's coming. Uh, some of the content that's coming will not be available on YouTube. It'll only be available uh, through these other uh, uh, services. But, I mean, it's not like for money or anything like that. But mm-hmm. it's like we're going to be on Apple and, and Spotify. So you can go and get other content there. We got some new stuff coming. Um, yeah, it's going to be great. Time. It's definitely going to be great. Yep. Absolutely. The Coast Exciting to Coast Podcast. Yeah. Yep. Yes, the Coast to Coast Podcast will become the Coast to Coast Network. So. Um, yep. We got some stuff. We got some stuff coming, coming real, real soon. Uh, bills related for sure, for sure. Um, we will be 
one of your one of your stops for uh, draft coverage, prospect evaluation, all of those things, all of that's coming. And um, yeah, man, listen, man, like this is it's a fun time to be a Buffalo Bills fan. Like it's about to get snowy. That's 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 Buffalo. You know, the snow is definitely related to the Buffalo to Buffalo and the Buffalo Bills. Oh. Um, there is one thing know. I have to say. Okay. It's going to get snowy. Can we give a shout out to our guy, Rahway's own Dion Dawkins, ladies and gentlemen, for winning the, the scepter. No, man. No, man, for winning the scepter for Angry Runs with James Cook. That yeah. was phenomenal. I, it couldn't happen to a better guy. I, you know, I just, I just figured we went the whole hour. We had to give Dion his love on that. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, you already know what's going on. The <laughs> snowman. Is playing at an all pro level. If you vote, vote for him to make another Pro Bowl. But he he should be unanimous. I mean, he should at least be a second team all pro. At least second team all pro. He's only given up one sack this entire year. Like his, he he's just he's he he's been a man child all year, man. Like he's been amazing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, all right. So let's 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 go ahead and put a bow on this, man. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Shout out to everybody that, that's supporting us. You've been supporting us from the beginning. That's awesome. Um, if you just your first time here, let me let you know. Let me put you up on game. This is when you can find us. Okay? We're going to be here. And the 10-ish is like, you know, it's like CP time. You know what I'm saying? We're going to start around 9, and we're going to end around 10. It's not at that's 9. Thing. That's thing. Yep. Not, it may, right. It may not be at 9. Mm-hmm. It might be like 902. And we ain't going in at 10. It might be 1015, 1013, 1009, something like that. We're gonna we're gonna end, but it's not gonna be at nine or ten. It's 10-ish. Okay. Um, but yeah, for sure. Like appreciate everybody that 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 pulls up on us. Uh love y'all bills mafia, uh jet fans, take flight, all of you guys, PD, Chris. Um, all you guys, June. We ain't heard from June yeah. in a minute. You know, after we yeah, I missed June in here. Where is he? Yeah, we put the beat down on. He, he he's in hiding. He's in witness protection. He's done. He'll be coming he's out. He'll be, he'll here. make an appearance. We, he's he's laid in the weeds. We, we know he's around. We put we put him on the shelf, man. We put him on the shelf. Uh, but shout out uh, to everybody, man. Shout out to Bills Mafia. Shout out to we even got Miami fan in here, man. I'm sorry we're gonna have to do it to your team yet again another year, but make man. Much love, brother. Appreciate you uh, supporting. Thanks for coming. Yo, shout out to Tina. Shout out to to the Four Horsemen. Shout out to everybody, man. Mookie, uh, Kevin, you know, Built in Buffalo. We appreciate the love, you know. We appreciate y'all. You know know what I mean? We appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all. Give us a call. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, everyone, Patrick, Matt, Tommy, everyone out there. All you guys. Yeah, the Undercover Podcast. Everybody, yep. Shout mm-hmm. out to Jason, man. Can't wait for you to launch yours. Um, yeah, that's about it, man. Let's wrap it up, bro. You got anything else uh, beyond? No, just uh, just want to say uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to everyone out there, especially if you widow and your family. Thank you. You know, keep it a safe one, and let's enjoy the game on Saturday. Remember, guys, Peacock Network, you have to have it to get it. Yes. Peacock or some Network. other random way to watch the game if you get my drift i'll just leave it at that so but you know (laughs) but anyway absolutely 
if you need if you need a uh if you need a way to get the game and you know you don't you need information hit me up you can dm me i will tell you how to get the game on face uh, I'm, I'm not gonna put that out there i'm gonna tell you how to get the game i know a spot where you get the game is it's gonna be you'll get the full game um mm-hmm. but yeah that's that's all i got that's all, that's all you got man so yep, um all right so let's go bills man like we're gonna go beat bills. the charges yeah let's take care it. of business you know take care of business let's be one and know this week let's get it done shout let's out to do y'all it. like follow and subscribe man hit us up on youtube appreciate y'all thank y'all thanks everyone all right have a great have, we- have a great week Have a great week. Happy holidays to you and yours. Go Bills. Go Bills.